You are now listening to Random Ramblings of Rock. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah! What up, everybody? This your boy B Rock, and I am back with a holiday edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back every week and listening to my podcast or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're a new listener, um, Merry Christmas and um, Happy New Year. And um, yeah, giggity goo. But this is um, going to be short and sweet. Um, I procrastinated in um, recording this intro for um, this week's episode. As I record now, it is Christmas Eve. If you can hear it, there's Christmas music in the background playing. I got my in-laws here running around with my daughter, baby B-Rob, making all kind of noise. They're playing Jenga in the kitchen, having alcoholic beverages, not baby B-Rob. She got chocolate milk. It's not spiked. See, look at that. Holiday cheer all over the place. So um, my guest this week is an artist that goes by the name of Bumpy103. Um, he's a rap artist. And I don't know why I paused there. I was <laughs> listening to the festivities going on in the background. But um, he reached out to me um, via one of my Twitter posts. Um, I had a um, tweet that I put out there that I wanted um, bonus content for my episodes. So if um, you're an artist or a podcaster, you got a promo for your show or you got music that you want to get out there. I put my email address out there for you to submit audio stuff. So he uh, reached out to me and sent me some of his music for me to play on the podcast, which um, it was great. I liked it. Um, I featured it on um, two different episodes. So um, after um, he submitted me his music to play on the podcast, I was like, hey, dude, why don't you just come on the podcast and promote yourself, promote your brand and everything. Um, Let the people get to know who Bumpy 103 is. And he did just that. So, um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into this podcast, this edition, this holiday edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast featuring Bumpy 103. Yo, yo. What's going on, man? What's up, family? How you doing? Hanging in there, dude. What's going on? Everything good? Looking good over there. Oh, yeah. Make sure this light ain't shining off my dome piece. <laughs> Cool, you sounding great. I'm getting some levels. Say something real quick. Mic check one two one two. All right, that's something that you used to, right? <laughs> yeah, you you already know. All right. Well, shit. Well, looks like everything good. Everything's recording. Um, I'm gonna do. Let's see if you can hear this real quick. Uh, I'm fucking around with some different shit, so. Do your thing, do your thing. Engineer on the boys. Ha, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I barely know how to work this shit. <laughs> I hear that. That's how it was, that was a cat screech. All right, was it loud or was it lower? It was it was loud enough. Okay, loud enough. I can deal with that. <laughs> you know, I'm on the phone, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm done fucking around with that shit. So how you doing, my man? What's going on? I'm all right, man. I can't complain. You know, another day on God's green earth. So I'm blessed to be here with you and, you know, doing what we do. Exactly, man. I appreciate you taking your time out to chat it up with me, dude. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the, the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
basically, I mean, that's what this podcast is about, man. I mean, it's not just a platform for me to speak to all the bullshit that I be thinking, but it's for everybody, man. You know, everybody within the sound of my voice. And since you are creator of content, you make the music and everything like that. I always extend, you know, a welcoming hand on to the podcast so you can promote yourself, your business and whatever it is that you're doing, bro. Thanks, man. We we appreciate that. We need that that lane, especially as independent, you know, business over business owners and, and artists. You know, we we need that. I appreciate that. Yeah, because I mean, I, I feel like as podcasters, I mean, I, I consider myself an independent podcaster because I'm not like your freaking Kevin Smiths or your Joe Rogans or anything like that. I don't have a celebrity with me. I'm just a guy sitting in what used to be a dining room, fucking podcasting and shit. <laughs> Right, right. Well, that's that's the grind, man. And, you know, got to respect that. Yeah. So, I mean, where are you from originally? I mean, you living where you're from now? Or? Yeah, I'm from, I'm from New York City. I live in New York. I mean, now, me coming up as a kid, and New York is one of those places that everybody fantasizes about visiting or, you know, going to make their freaking self-famous and junk like that. So, I mean, how is it being a... New York native. I mean, do you get like a lot of people like me that come here like, yo, dog, what a freaking Statue of Liberty at? I mean, how I get there? And I'm kind of jump like that. I mean, there's definitely, New York is definitely a tourist town. So, you know, there's always tourists out here as far as, you know, as far as tourists, but you mean as far as like the everyday life yeah, style what, of New York? Yeah, like what, what is it like in a, a normal day of you? It's, um... I mean, it's rough. You know, it's culture. The good thing is culture in New York. You know what I'm saying? That's the number one thing is culture as far as hip-hop. But as far as living arrangements, you either just making it or you have to be rich to 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 survive in New York City, bro. Like, really. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's neck to neck. You're one check away from being being left behind. You know what I'm saying? It's... It's real. It's a hustle. It's a bustle every day. Like everybody's moving just to stay above water every day. Word. So I mean, is that why you're more attracted to the musical side of things rather than anything else? Um. I mean, I do love the city. I do love the struggle. I I, I embrace it. I don't run away from it. So it works for me. You know what I'm saying? As far as trying to run away from it i'd rather try to stay on top stay above water and you know and just keep pushing so it, it works for me i like it you know what i'm saying i love it i love it so it's cool but j- for people to be that's not from the town don't think you're just gonna come here and everything is all you know the song new york yeah. new york city of dreams but it's not what you're seeing man if you can't keep up then it's, it's not the place to be. But if you have that devotion and that ambition, then it, it is the place to be to, to grind and get where you want to be. Okay. Fair enough. I right? mean, like I said, I'm just coming there. When I come there, I'm coming through. I want to give me some authentic New York style pizza. Right. And right. I want to go point at the uh, freaking Statue of Liberty. That's about it. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's much more, bro. When you, yeah. Whenever you come and touch the town, bro, I take you on the tour to Five Barrows and wherever else. And it's a whole lot to get into, bro. It's it's just a, a nice brush of fresh air you can breathe in and, you know, get on trains and buses and, and you know, just tour the city and get a feel. And then you could go back home and appreciate home. Yeah. And it's funny that you got that Bulls hat on. Um, you was talking about the train and everything. Not, right. too, not too long ago, before I moved down here to Texas, uh, me and my wife took a trip to Chicago. 
Okay. And um, that was our first time being there. And that was like another one of those places. Like everybody, you know, want to go to either New York, Chicago, L.A., you know, those right. um, marquee places. And um, right. that was my first time on the subway or a train, dog. And I was just wow. like, I'm sitting there. I'm looking out the window. I'm like a little kid and shit. I'm just like, oh, look. <laughs> and then, you know, my wife, she like, she used to be a, um, a cop or whatever. So she real paranoid and shit. So whenever we go somewhere... <laughs> You know, she got to have a plan. Like, we got to script out whatever the fuck we're going to do. Me, I just want to hop on a train and just go ride somewhere. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Right. But, Might end up in the wrong neighborhood doing that. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's where she comes in. She she wrangles me in because I'm a, I'm a wild one. I'm going to be like, ooh, let's go over here. Ooh, let's go over here. She's like, no, no, no. Right. Calm your ass down. Let's figure out where is, where, whatever is, and then we can go explore and shit. Cause like like you said, I probably run, wound up on the wrong side of town. So I'm like, "Hi guys, bye." Oh my head! <laughs> <laughs> right, and that goes for that goes for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, but it was an experience. I mean, they had some because we rode the train into town, so we was above ground on the rails and everything. And then on right. the way back, we got on the subway and rode the subway back. And I mean, I was kind of I was I was looking around on the subway ride, like, man, it's dark down here freaking some unsavory characters looking around and shit so i was ready to bust a move if i had to with my right. kung fu skills i mean i never been i never been to chicago and that's the difference between chicago and new york they got those rails those rails are different you got the subway and you got rails so you get the on the rail you get to see the city right as mm-hmm. you ride it you get to see that see that's dope that's dope yeah it that's that experience yeah, it was cool. I mean, I would go back one day. I didn't, I didn't achieve my goal because I mean, I got a goal when I go to these places. Like, there, I want the authentic New York style pizza. I wanted the Chicago right. style pizza and the Chicago style hot dog, but which neither one I got to do because. Damn! Yeah, that Chicago style pizza is that's that's that, that deep dish. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm still living. I might make a trip back out there one day. Got yeah, some well, friends out that way. Well, we know we 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 try to make that trip all together. Oh shit! Make That's it worth his while. That's what's up. Now, you, the music. What got yeah. you here to where you are now? Like, what can you remember an instance to where like you heard something or something was happening? You was like, man, this is something that I want to try to pursue. Um, to be honest, it was always there. It was always there since I say about three years old. It was always there. I was, you know, I got older brothers. I grew up in New York, so just when coming outside, it's just there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like everything else, all of the negative and everything else, the drugs, the pimps, it was all there. But hip-hop, it has a real strong influence on on the people. And it just, it was just always there. And, you know, I, as a kid, I channeled in. I used to write music and write, you know, poems as a child and stuff like that. And then I kind of, as I got older, like, let's say high school, like it was there, but I just wasn't, I wasn't serious about it because I was dealing with more with life. You know what I'm saying? But I still had the hip hop influence. I just wasn't trying to be the best rapper or putting it out there. I just sat back and watched. It was until I got after high school where I had to decide what I'm going to do with my life. What is it I like to do to where I took it? seriously and i was about like 17 years old yeah and i can i can understand that it was a uh, kind of the similar way for me in a in a sense because um 
I come from a military background. Um, my family and all that stuff is in the has been and is in the military. So okay. that's something I grew up around with as a kid. And it, right. just like you, uh, come high school, I was like, I figured this is the military was something I was going to do, but um, I just wasn't sure about it. I wasn't ready to, you know, t- fully commit to it until dun, 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 got a baby mama. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Got a girl knocked up. Then I was like, uh, well, I need gotta to make that something. leap. We got to commit fully to it now. Right. So, yeah, I can understand that, man. So, I mean. Yeah. That's that's real because some things are always there, but it's like, you know, what's going to trigger you to channel into it all the way? Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes with life, life situations make you make you tap in. Yeah. Now, um, as far as some of your musical influences, I mean, who who are some of the artists that you look toward whenever you are um, pursuing this career in music? Well, first things first, like I said, it kind of hit me at an early age. So at three years old, I'm born, I'm 32, I'm born 1984, right? Mm -hmm. So you say by three years old was like 87. That's when I could really start remembering everything. So LL Cool J was a big influence. Mm -hmm. Then you had like MC Shan, you know what I'm saying? He was a big influence. Um, Who else was on TV around that time? 87, 88, you got KRS-One, Rakim. Those are my first influences Mm -hmm. as a kid. So that was mid-80s, late-80s. Then you got the 90s, which was Dr. Dre. You got Snoop. You got Wu-Tang. You got Nas. You got Biggie. You got Onyx. Those were the the second influences. Got you. You know what I mean? And then as time went on... Shit freezing up. Oh, there, all right, there it is. <laughs> cool. Everything all right? Yeah, we good. Had a little freeze on my end. Nothing major. All good. Yeah, well, cool, man. It's like it's cool that you know. Since you've been doing music this long, I mean, with the change in the times with technology and everything, um, do do you feel that is how how easier does it feel now versus then to um, produce and make your own music or even get with people who can produce and make your own music? Um, well, now you can do everything on your own. It's easy. You do it at home. Just like how you're doing it with your podcast. You know what I'm saying? You don't need nobody, bro. I don't need nobody. All I need is a beat. If I can, if I could go do a home studio, I would do a home studio. I would make my music. I'd mix it down and I can send it out. I don't do that. I go to studios, but I can still push and promote my music on my own without having to be signed to a major label or be looking for a major label to sign me. Like back in the day, you know what I'm saying? That's what it was. You making music, you getting picked up by a label like this. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's yeah, go now. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm good. I'm done. Go ahead, talk now, about um, you talking about going to the studio and uh, making music and everything. I mean, do you feel that you lose that vibe that, you know, just being in that studio atmosphere versus being in your home? making your own stuff or to me it doesn't matter because i've did the closets i've did the bathrooms <laughs> i've did the living rooms i've did my room i've did the studio so it don't matter to me as long as i i, I the results that i want comes out i'm good yeah. i mean i can relate with that closet shit man because damn 
I got <laughs> I got three I got three kids running around here and everything, and that's why I try to reserve everything for the daytime since I'm out. Right. Home, right. Yeah, nobody here. You know, I can be loud and obnoxious and shit. But um, when I first started, all I had was my freaking iPad and a microphone, dog, and I go right. I go sit in the closet and record my podcast and shit <laughs> because right. damn, everybody be like. What you doing? Hey, can you help me do this? Come on. Could you, I can't reach this on the shelf. I was like, God damn it, leave me alone. <laughs> That's real. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I make do. That's what I'm saying. From then to now, it was that was all part of the part of the process. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's some inspiration that could be pulled from your surroundings and everything. I mean... You tend to do better if you got a dag on. I, I think struggle. So, definitely, definitely, that's a fact. Yeah, that's so, a fact. We got to start somewhere. Exactly, and there it was an iPad and a microphone. <laughs> Sound good to me. Shit, but um, like the name is uh, the name Bumpy One Hundred Three, right? Yes, sir. Where you where you pulling that from? All right. Well, we all know the uh, the um, the old time Harlem gangster Bumpy Johnson, Ellsworth Bumpy Johnson. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, I used to, you know, when I was um, in middle school, junior high school, I used to get a lot of the Source magazine um, subscriptions. So one of the magazines had the uh, the article on Bumpy Johnson. So you know, I read it. I always was a reader. I read it, and I just kind of felt like it fit. So I took the name. I took the name Bumpy. Now, my original block in New York City, I'm from 103rd Street, so I just put 103 on the end of it and just made it bumpy 103. Cool beans. See, it all comes together. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense, you know, and I just kept it, just kept going. Very cool. I mean, to step outside of the music for a bit, I mean, that that that's um your primary focus. I mean, what do you do beyond that? I mean, what's some of the hobbies and all kind of stuff that you like to do when you're not making music? Um, well, I, I, recently I started, um, auditioning for acting. So I'm trying to get into, you know, the acting thing and start getting into some, whatever I can, some films, extras, commercials, anything to just get out there more. So I kind of been, you know, that's another avenue that I've been doing. And other than that, man, I'm just day to day hustling, man, just trying to rub shoulders and make connects and. You know what I'm saying? And just be me. You know what I mean? I, I've been through a lot of bullshit as far as, you know, in the streets and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm trying to stay away from that and just focus, just focus, really. It's, it ain't really too much besides the acting is street music. That's that's really that's really it. That's every day. Okay. Now, um, you're saying you're auditioning, you're doing all your movie stuff or whatever. I mean, have you ever considered... um? Just kind of like doing it, doing it your own way or whatever, man. I mean, uh, making your own videos or just like, like what I do. I go walk around Walmart and fucking Instagram all that bullshit, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely that's part of the independence, being independent. So yeah, that 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 takes place. That's a big major part of things that have to do. You know, write own scripts and and you know and and try to figure things out and put things out our own. As, as well as going to audition, but at the same time, you know, we can do something on, on our own. 
Yeah. Um, were you really into like Vine or anything like that? Vine, I never had a Vine. Um, I never had a Vine. I don't do Snapchat. I'm not really that type of person. Like, I do what I have to do. I don't do the extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do what I got to do, and that's it. Yeah, I, I feel you on that because, like, doing the um, doing the podcast and everything, you try to attract you know more people to your things. I mean, that's true for um, your music and everything. So right. I look at other people that do podcasts and everything, and they always talk about they got a you know a Snapchat or an Instagram or some other things like that. So I mean, I find myself doing that, but at the same time, I got all these open ass accounts and shit. I don't even use none of these motherfuckers or whatever, except for like right. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's different. You 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 know you got to use whatever works. If that works for you, you got to use it. You got to do it every day every single day and make it work for you. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I just use whatever works for me. I just can't see myself documenting me taking selfies and all the time. Like I just can't, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try to find other avenues to put myself out there where I don't have to do that myself. I can hook up with you and we do a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I got you. And we put it out there rather than me just sitting at home or walking in the street with the phone in front of my face talking shit. And it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not me. Cool. I mean, I I, I totally get it or whatever. But I mean, because like with the vine is dying out. They're going to be shutting that down soon. Yeah, they said that's, they said that's dead because of what? Because of what? Because of Instagram, right? I don't even know what the cause was. I just know it wasn't like, um, like some of the main people that have been you know, made they uh freaking uh made they come up off of Vine, like all those guys that's doing all those short videos and you can see them in other people's Vine videos. All those guys was talking about um Vine dying out because I mean they wasn't um generating any revenue from it. Or whatever. Like YouTube, you can get on there and put videos and all kind of stuff and you can make money running commercials and uh, monetization and all kind of shit like that. Yeah. They was talking about Vine wasn't doing nothing like that. And they wasn't recognizing them for the um the fans and the views and the followers that they were generating from Vine for Vine. And so right. when all those guys started leaving and doing their own thing in other platforms, that's when Vine started dying out. Definitely. If I'm not mistaken, Vine is owned by Instagram. So now that Instagram has a, a app where you can do videos and you can, um, and even Facebook, you got live now, it kind of cut Vine, it kind of cut Vine short. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It cut short. So that's it, you know. It was a it was a nice little run, but it's over now. That the people that find famous, they got to find some something else to you know keep that momentum going. Yeah, I mean, well, with those guys now, I mean, because what Vine was like little six second videos and shit like that, something like that. Yeah, but like with these guys now, man, I mean, they've ascended beyond that little six seconds. They need more. They want lines. Actually, they want a damn some freaking screen time. So, right, right. Uh, I think now on Instagram the video was what a minute long, yeah. a minute long now. So they beat, they beat them, they beat that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then a lot of those guys they done went over to Facebook because I mean it's unlimited. I mean you can just do a whole production and throw it in goddamn Facebook and right. um, YouTube as well. I mean YouTube. I mean shit. They just uh, launched a Red program not too long ago to where 
you can pay a monthly subscription and then get all kind of crazy shit. And damn, if you're a content creator, it got some benefits in that aspect. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. You just put me on to that. Yeah. So I mean, it's out there for the taking, dog. It's just damn. Right. How you going to use it to your advantage? Exactly. Yeah, because I mean, we with this podcast, I'm just trying to find things that I like that can also incorporate into this. Because I mean, I like video games. I play hella video games. Okay. So what I want to try to do is um get some people in, um like maybe we play Grand Theft Auto or something and record it. Right. And damn, use that audio as like a almost like a podcast format. So like me, you get on Grand Theft Auto, I record the stream, and we just talking like random shit while we playing the game or whatever. And then right, I, right. I could take that and use it in a podcasting format. I could save the audio, put it out like that individually, or I could put the video on YouTube and have it an episode like that. Definitely. I see that a lot. And that works, bro. That gets views. That pulls people in. That that works. Because there's more. There's a lot of gamers out there, bro. Yeah, I'm finding that shit out. <laughs> All over the world. Gamers are no joke, bro. There's gamers out there. But man, hmm. It, it, full disclosure, I mean, I don't prepare for these things. I just kind of like let it go where it goes. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes that's the best way to go. You know, let it flow. Yeah. Speaking of flow, I mean, what what do you consider yourself? I mean, they got different artists that um, like to come up with their content off the top of the dome, or they like to write it down and kind of plan it out. Which one are you? I'm a writer. I'm definitely a writer. I mean, I, I, I when I drive around and listen to beats, I kind of play with it off the top, but it's structured to be to be written. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I've, I was always a writer. And, you know, it's funny nowadays because I'll be driving around and I don't have time to write. I'm forced to remember my rhymes now. <laughs> so it, it's, it's crazy. But I would rather I, I would rather write. Yeah, I mean... I guess it would be easier in a sense to um, try to piece everything together on paper rather than, because I mean, the mind is complex. I know my mind is fucking all over the goddamn place. I'm talking to you, trying to monitor my iPad. I damn, I cut my finger a little while ago, so I'm making sure that's not bleeding. (laughs) I'm looking at the levels. I'm doing all kinds of shit over here. And for me to try to come up with some creative words and format out of my damn dome piece, I don't think that's going to work out for me. (laughs) It's hard, man. You got to multitask. You got a lot going on, so. I mean, um, have you ever written for anybody or would you like to write for anybody? Um, yeah, I like to write. I like to write. I would definitely like to write. Um, I mean, right now, it's funny. I, I got, you know, a little situation going on. It's not solid, but it has to do with actually writing, you know. So in the near future, I, I see it coming. It's coming that I'm going to have to be letting, I'm going to have to let certain songs go. Yeah. I mean, from, from, I mean, I'm not in the game, so to speak, but I mean, from what I've witnessed and, you know, what I hear about or whatever, there's more money in um, writing than it is actually performing, being the actual artist. Yeah, definitely true. Definitely true. Definitely true. But if you write your own stuff, then you win two times. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I like that. Right. Freaking win two times went two times so you know either way works either way is gonna work now, um well i'm trying to remember back through the uh, emails that we corresponded with in the beginning um, okay i think you had like your bio on here and everything i'm trying to pull it up 
Well, you had like a, a video on MTV, or you had something to do with MTV? Um. Well, my girl, my girl, uh, uh, Sylvia SV, she owns a marketing company, and she was dealing with MTV. She deals with MTV, so um, basically, you know, everything was put up there: bio, pictures, songs. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's 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 on the uh, you know, that's up there. And um, any I don't know anything else you can see or think of. Okay, I see. All right, so it's like um, pretty much like MTV got an artist section on there, and you just put your things, and people can look right. you up. Now, nowadays, uh, we got this uh, epidemic going on. It's called mumble rap. Oh, shit. What are your thoughts? I mean, just as just as talking to somebody that mumbles is irritating, period. <laughs> like, you don't want to hear music that with people mumbling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Speak up. But what my mother always told me, that's why I was told me, you mumbling, speak up. I, I can't hear what you're saying. If you're going to say something, say it. So... That mumbling has got to go. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about Well, I know how I feel about it. But, you know, the music is, is, right. is the damn, from what I can understand from that stuff, because like we said, the motherfuckers is mumbling. But damn, right. it's the beat that carried the whole track. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not so much the lyrical content, it's, it's just the beat. Because, I mean, motherfuckers got to have some shit to dance to, and they ain't dancing to what the motherfucker's saying. They dancing to that goddamn beat. Right. But you know how we came up. You dance to a song, you dancing to the beat, and you singing the lyrics at the same time. Yeah, and then, like, um, everybody thinks Soldier Boy is the pioneer of the damn dance songs or whatever. No, he is not. Right. I mean, friggin' they had, what, older, I mean, go back in, way back there, like, doing the butt, the hump to dance. <laughs> Yeah, this goes way Electric back. Electric slide, the- you know what I'm Ooh, talking about? Exactly. <laughs> he said doing the butt. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfuckers was doing that shit in, um, for talent shows in elementary and middle school and shit, man. That right. shit used to be funny. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, that kind, that style of music has been around for ages and decades. I mean, I know, I guess, nowadays things are changing. You got to kind of adapt it to the current market. But I want to know who the motherfuckers is this little Yachty and Uzi Vert and all these motherfuckers is marketing to because I don't they I know it's not me. <laughs> nah, it's it's the new it's the new generation that where it's no it's no gap. You know what I'm saying? This, this new generation, there's no gap with the generation that was before them or before that. So look, I just seen on on Vlad TV today that little Yachty is getting backlash over saying Biggie's overrated. Now that shows you that there is no influence, or there was nobody there, or no type of gap within the generations to where, you know, why would you say that? Yeah. How could you say that Biggie is overrated? Yeah, I I, I kind of get what you're saying or whatever. It's like I think now so many people are just in on focused on me. You know what I'm saying? They're not so right. much worried about the outside world and what they're producing. It's worried about them and their makings and their come-ups. So, like, right. so for him to say something like that is, like, he, he probably wasn't a, a listener of a lot of Biggie stuff. Or he right. wasn't in connection with a lot of things that um 
was uh, connected to that genre of music for that time frame or whatever. You just worry right. about what he doing now and what can he do that's different. And with people being creative, which isn't bad, you right. know, they try to make up their own thing, but at the same time, just because it's their own thing, it doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's understandable to focus on yourself, but whatever field you're in, it doesn't matter what it is. There has to be some type of history lessons there. There has to be something, an uh, influence. You can't move forward without knowing where you came from or what, what it came from. So bottom line. So, of course, you thought he, he thought he was going to get away with saying Biggie's overrated. No, you got backlash, and now you have to publicly apologize for your statement. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. I mean, all right. Question. Who's better in your opinion? Biggie or Tupac? I knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like I say this. I say to everybody, I like Tupac and I love Tupac for his for his work ethic, mm-hmm. for his ambition, mm-hmm. for, for him standing up and speaking on whatever how he feels, whether if it was a good moment, a bad moment, a sad moment. I respect the way he thinks, his background, the history of his parents coming from the Black Panthers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as far as Biggie, if Biggie didn't rap, that would still be my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's deeper than rap with Biggie. You felt you felt him as a person. He was no different from you, me, or anybody else. I you know you. what I'm saying? So it's hard to say. It's two different lanes. I, I, plus Tupac had more music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It had more music. I feel Biggie more, but I like Tupac more because there's more that I can go up on on Tupac. But at the end of the day, I gotta sign with I gotta side with Biggie, man. I I feel him. I feel I feel like he's a part of me because he was just so, just so regular. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, he's uh speaks to you to you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, like I said, if think about it. If Tupac didn't rap or didn't act, well, no, Tupac was a good actor. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It's not so many people that you can say, yo, that don't do shit and you still fuck with them and you love them. Biggie yeah. was that type of person. You okay. loved him regardless just because of the person he was. Yeah, I mean, I often think about that because, I mean, Tupac wasn't, in my opinion, he wasn't a person that would just stick into the lane of rapping or whatever. I believe he right. would still do it, but I believe he, um, like when he was alive, he was more focused on transcending rap, you know, being more of a public figure. You know, he was doing the acting and all kind of things like that. Right, exactly. And um, for what it was, I mean, it was pretty good. He was good. He was good at it. Now he was great at it. He was great. And I also think <laughs> this is another thing that I often think about or whatever. Since he was kind of transcending rap, going into the um, realm of uh, acting and everything, you know uh, that movie Baby Boy. Yeah. The role of uh, Jody, the you know uh, Tyrese's character, that was originally wrote for Tupac. Wow. So I mean, I wonder if he had been alive today, and would he have made that movie, and how would that movie been with Tupac as the lead character? It would have definitely been different. You know that. Oh hell it yeah. Would- it would have been a little bit more raw, more of a kick to it. I like Tyrese, but Tyrese ain't the best actor. <laughs> no. You know, maybe in Transformers, but in Baby Boy, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
it would have been different if 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 Pac if Pac was in it. It might have not been Baby Boy. It might have been I mean <laughs> something, something else. else. Grown man shit. I don't know because I mean at the same time I think he would have played the same role. I mean obviously he can't play it as Tyrese played it, but right. I mean that that kind of speaks to what I was talking about Tupac. I mean he would have play that role as it was meant to be because i mean he's trying to be different trying to you know test the reins out as far his range out as far as acting and everything so i it wouldn't uh i right. wouldn't doubt it if he would have played it the way it was intended like for tyrese right because you know he was supposed tupac was supposed to play the role for um minister society old dog now i don't think he could have played that role like lorenz tate did no so everything is not for everybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and just to get away from music and everything, and talking about acting, like you seen Blade before? Of course. How about they considered LL Cool J to be Blade? That, that it wouldn't have been the same. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like and we love we love LL, but it wouldn't have been the same at all. Yeah, because I mean. Certain actors make the character, and I don't think LL would have made that character. <laughs> nah, nah. Wesley Snipes took that all away. Yeah, when I think about Blade, I think about Wesley Snipes. Shit, there was even even um, there was even um a Blade series after uh, that, and it was Sticky Fingers playing I know. Blade. <laughs> and it's like, come on, man. Man, I don't know what the fuck they was thinking, man. They made like um, they made like a little TV movie off of that, and then they had right. a season, and then it didn't even complete a whole season. Nah, you couldn't compare to that. You couldn't compare. And then he had to keep the glasses on because you know his eyeball go all over the goddamn place. <laughs> right, he got that lazy eye. But hey, man, props to him. I mean, he he had his moment in the sun. But I mean, yeah, nah, not at all. I fucks with, I fucks with sticky fingers all the way. So you know, but just every role ain't for everybody. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for that whole negotiation meeting or whatever. Just like, right, we want you to play, but hey, yeah, son, I can do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> sticky, that dude, man. I can remember when Onyx was like a real major thing or whatever. That he was, he was the star of the group, man. Yeah, he was. Him and Fredro. That's what I said. Onyx was a big influence. Big influence, man. Big, big influence at the at a, at a time, point in time. Uh, you were talking about uh, you doing um, a couple of auditions and everything. What were some of the roles you was applying for? Um, Well, regular roles. One, I was playing God, which was crazy. What? <laughs> well, hold yeah, on. Hold, hold. Let's not go oh, beyond that. What, what, what was... Um, it, it was the role was God himself. And... um. I don't know. It was just weird. It was like kind of like a, a voiceover, a narration kind of thing. You oh, know, okay. you never see God. You just always hear him. So that's what it kind of was about. Um, I, I couple of roles, couple of street roles that kind of fit my character. A couple of different roles is like a parent and you know, uh, mentally challenged. Just a lot of different roles I applied for and kind of waiting to hear back from. But I don't like to keep it one lane. I try to. Go wherever I can. Try to do something different and challenge myself. Okay. So, what are your other interests besides the music and acting? Then, um, production. Uh, well, music. Besides music, I, I like fashion. I'm I'm uh, start my own clothing line real soon. So I'm really I'm really big on fashion. You know, that's definitely going to take place. 
Um, man. And then after I get my, my change up, then I can, you know, dig into other things as far as real estate or, or just, you know, invest in whatever I feel like I see that's going to, you know, take take its place in the future. Okay. Well, you see, um, like these multimedia platforms, do you see any, um, anything you think that's going to come out later that's bigger than what we currently have now? Uh, it's possible. It's, it's, it's definitely possible. There's always something new, but I think it's going to take a while because of the social media platforms that we have now are real big and it don't seem like they might not be going anywhere no time soon, you know? But something still might branch off of that and still go to the moon. So it's not really no telling, but it's possible. There's so many apps. I know so many people that's making apps right now out of nowhere, and they're, they're, they're popping off. The apps applications are really going far. So anything can happen at any moment. Yeah, I don't understand some of this stuff, man. I mean, Flappy Bird was a thing. <laughs> Motherfucker, Flappy What's Bird. Flappy Bird? You, you never. You, all right, cool. Because I mean, the it game, was it was a game of like Angry Birds. Oh no, nah, no, nah, it, it's pretty much um, it's a little bird, and you got to hold the screen, and um, the longer you hold the screen, the higher up he flies, and when you let it go, the lower he goes. So they got like little obstacles set up, and you got to navigate them through the um, courses without him hitting shit. Oh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, because, I mean, it was out for a little while, and it fucking blew the fuck up. It was, like, the simplest of uh, fucking games or whatever. And the dude that developed it, I mean, they, people kept um, bothering him about it, you know, all kind of shit like that. And he made buku money off of it. Then he just told he's like, I'm I, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you got to cash out. When you see something's not hot like that no more, just, just let it go. Cash out. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because, I mean, Angry Birds, who thought it would have been the thing that it is now? It went from a little bitty freaking mobile app to a fucking movie and merchandise and all right. kind of crazy shit. That's what I'm saying. Those apps are, those apps are something to, to look into. You know, it could be anything. And it take off. Yeah, I don't see. Before you know it. But it's all about the vision. You got to know that. You got to know before you create create something that. You got to put that energy in there that you know that you're creating something to go all the way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Rather than just making something and then it pops out of nowhere and it's like, oh, shit. I mean, that happens. But for the most part, anything that goes to the moon, you kind of plan it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got to plan it all the way through. I mean, shit. What is it? Game of Thrones got renewed all the way up until season eight. And it was only in season six. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's, things are crazy. As far as like social media, I don't know. I don't see how we can get past what we currently have. Cause I mean, Twitter is a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you can just get, you know, your thoughts out there in little short bursts and everything. And you know, Twitter is his own fucking monster. Got right. Um, Instagram can do everything that Vine could do. Maybe even a little bit better. Plus more, right? Yeah. Then uh, Snapchat, that's his own thing as well. I mean, you fucking put dog ears on your fucking head, and right. <laughs> I don't see why people like that a lot, but whatever. It's not my thing, <laughs> right? And more, for, more so for females, you know. And it's not too many guys that that's trying to look cute like that, unless you know, you unless you walk that way. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
other than that, that's for females. And whatever females do, females tend to and guys tend to. So if that that if it works for you, you can make it work. But um, kill me or whatever. <laughs> it was um, a meme that uh, brought up like old sayings and whatever. They have these girls using the Snapchat filters to make themselves look like a dog and shit, but they get on men for being a dog, you know? <laughs> Double standards. Yeah. But man, I, I, I don't know. It's, I don't think we can get no higher than this, but then again, I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> Only time will tell, man. You know, in the next few years, something else will be out and something's going. Some, look, Vine was big and look what happened. That's, that's, that's over. Shit, like, do you have a Facebook? I mean, I, I got Facebook. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure everybody has a fucking Facebook. Facebook ain't going nowhere. Not now, no. But nah. Th- let's think about MySpace. What, what, what of MySpace? What could have? What my damn? I can't talk. What could MySpace have done to stay current in the current market? Um, I think MySpace would have had to link up with another social media site to stay relevant. It got left. Even though MySpace is still, some people still use MySpace because now it's MySpace music. But yeah. you don't see it. It's not promoted like that. It's not out there like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 where it stands. Now, if MySpace would have linked up with Facebook at the time, it would still be relevant. And it could have been some type of partnership and something could have, you know, it could have went forward. So that's it. You know, that's a done deal. All right, me and you in the same age bracket. Okay. Um, So you, we've been around to see the, you know, from what technology was in our era all the way up until now, and you know, shit has went up. I mean, from Nintendo to goddamn, well, shit, not not even Nintendo, Atari, Atari, right, to fucking Xbox One S and PlayStation Pros and all kind of shit like that. It's, it's just weird but as far as media goes websites did you yeah. ever have a black planet account yeah i did <laughs> definitely did i mean it was at that time hell yeah man see with me it was like this i didn't have a computer growing up so by the time I got access to one and everybody that was telling me, all right, you should go on this and you should go on that and you should do that, I was doing everything. And that was basically my platform to kind of, that was a start to from there to, you know, where I'm at now as far as the social media world. Man, but Black Planet, man, that was crazy. I mean, it was a, it was essentially a spinoff of MySpace because it came out not too long after MySpace started like gaining his popularity okay but, but yeah man i ain't gonna lie it was the same though huh? it wasn't the same at all no because i mean i say this i mean other than traditional stuff or whatever we as black people we always gotta have our own shit <laughs> right 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 <laughs> i mean there's nothing wrong with that but i mean and put black on it exactly Right. Exactly, Black Planet, and then like current shit. Like now, Twitter is its own big thing. They got fucking Black Twitter. Goddamn. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a full blown like its own website or nothing like that. It's just like a a subdivision of Twitter or whatever. People call wow. it Black Twitter. You know, so I mean, 
I don't I don't understand shit like that. I was like, why just why it just can't be Twitter? Everybody use fucking Twitter. It don't have to be a black Twitter. Right. You know, you know you gotta put they gonna put black on everything and it's a double standard because we need it, but at the same time, then you get then you get judged for putting black on top of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. why I gotta be black? Yeah, because like B E T. I have no problem with that because B E T came along at a time to where there were no black owned, you know, television corporations and anything like that. So I can understand that being what it is and whatever, because that's old, that's traditional. But like right. for something now in 2016 or even beyond this point to come out and you put black in the title, I mean, I don't understand the point. I don't see what the point sure. is. <laughs> I mean, you know, as far as us black people, you know, it's, it is it is important. It's just on how you do it, you know. You know, we got to keep it you got to keep it black because at the same time, they're trying to wipe us out. So, you know, you got to let them know that black is not a bad thing. All the all the negative things that goes on have black on it. You got Black Friday, mm-hmm. people black cat. It's just always something. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it goes both ways. Yeah. You know, it's just, all how you, it's just all on how you perceive it to be. Yeah, I got you. Makes sense. I mean, I just, I don't know, man, because like, I don't I don't even know how I feel about it sometimes cuz I mean at the same time I mean we should be entitled but not entitled. I don't know if that make any sense. No, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Cuz I mean just because I'm black or whatever this makes this thing extra special. I mean no, I mean it's, right. it's a business. If it's a successful business, that's what you should be worried about and focuses on. Not that it's a black owned business, it's just it's your business and it's successful. You know what I'm talking right. about? But I don't know. But at the same time, you still have to let it be known that it is a black-owned entity. Yeah. Because nah, I, yes, I do. I do agree with that. Right. It's not so many of that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You got the Jews. You got the Italians. You got everybody that's pro what they are. So we got to be pro-black. I, I figure I would be, if it was me. Let's just say me, for instance. Because, I mean, I only can speak for me. I can't speak for nobody else. Say right. I start a business. And it's a successful business or whatever. It blow the fuck up. I would let it be known that I own it, I, that, that I'm a black guy and I own it. But it wouldn't be like, oh, black owned, black operated, and all kind of shit. I'd just be like, every now and then, I come out to a charity event. Hey, I own this thing. That's me. All right, see you. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, because you don't want to push people away. You don't want to push other ethnicities away. They just, oh, why I got to be black this and black that? Like, nah, it's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just want to be. Yeah, wanna... for Latins, for whites, whoever is down yeah. with it, it's for everybody. By just saying this black this and black that, you're kind of pushing people away. Well, like, I'm not black, so why I got to buy black-owned stuff? Like, nah. Yeah, exactly. I you mean, I, I just want to make my dough in private. <laughs> just be quiet about right. it, you know? <laughs> Definitely. That's the way to go. I say, if you need me to come out for, like, charity events to support the veterans and all kind of things like that, that's when you'll see me. But if I don't have to be out there, I ain't going to be out there. <laughs> I hear you. I feel you. It's a time and a place for everything. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, shit, Trump's your president. What you think about that? I mean, it's like it was going to go either way regardless. And, you know, only time will tell, man. Like, what is it, four years? By four years to come, he'll be out of here. And then we got to worry about who's next. Like, we had worse presidents than this before. So, 
what's really gonna what's really gonna happen? Like exactly. really. We had Obama as the black president. Really, what did he do for us individually where I can say, yeah, he made a change in my in my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Besides him being a historical black president, mm-hmm. it's the same it's the same shit, bro. Yeah, I mean Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> we had Bush. We had Bush, right? What happened with Bush? Bush, we lost the we lost the towers, bro. We lost the towers. That was that was a problem. Yeah. You had you had Ronald Reagan, you had the Reagan era, you had Nixon. Nixon opened up the floodgates for the for the Contra and the drugs that be in this country till this day. Yeah. So what's the worst what's the worst Trump or Hillary's gonna do? Yeah, I, I've shit. I hope nothing. I hope everything just stay the same. We don't need no worse. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be change. It's gonna yeah. be some things you dislike or, or like, but it ain't gonna be like what the previous president done. There's been a whole lot of presidents that were slave masters, that were racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That can't go on to this day. You know, it, it, it's it's modern day slavery, but it's not like how it was before. Yeah, you I, have the choice. You have the choice to be a slave or not be a slave now. <laughs> I like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it's just to your point. I mean, it, the military. Um, I, I did that shit for sixteen years, and every time wow. I went somewhere or came into something different, anytime we got somebody with a you know a freaking higher rank or high authority, they come into a new place. First thing they want to do is change some shit that been there forever or damn, you know, add something that don't make no sense or something new to the mix. Right. And and it kind of throws everything off. But that's, that's definitely true. And then after a while, you know, after they done been there for a minute and got used to how everything works and how it really works. I mean, they kind of change things back to the way it was, or they damn just like kind of go with the flow. So, right, same thing. And that's and that's life. That's life. It's always going to be changes. It's always going to be something we like or we dislike. But it's us as a people to to over govern one person dictating our life. Like, no, we have the right to over govern the government. If we don't like something, we stand together and we say we don't like this and we're not doing that. Which what, what y'all gonna do? Yeah. And then um somebody made a good point to me. It was another podcast I was listening to. Um a lot of us don't know no better. You know, that's, we don't that's true. You know, we 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 lack that certain knowledge in certain things. And it was like um people people think there's only two parties, that there's only Republican and Democrat. And mm. that's the only two options they have when they're, that's not the only two options that we have. So when it comes down to Hillary and freaking Trump, Republican and Democrat, they think like, oh, well, there's a Republican, there's a Democrat. These are the only two people I can vote for. So, right. So, I mean, yeah, man, it's, it has a lot to do with us people. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it's really, it's either the lack of knowledge or people just don't care or people are ignorant. And, you know, people are ignorant to the facts. They don't care about the facts. They know the facts, but they just ignore it and want to do what they want to do. And that's what happens. Yeah. 
Well, let's let's get away from that. I'm I'm starting to feel a little depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> don't let that take you down because that that shit don't stop what you do every day. So exactly. Now, um, you looking to branch out into other avenues like the acting and everything like that? Have you ever thought of doing this medium, taking on podcasting or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's cool. I can. I like to speak my mind and converse. So, yeah, that's definitely an option. I got no problem with that. Definitely, definitely uh, another lane to tap into. Sweet. And then, uh, you know, I believe this is becoming um, something that might be able to even take over radio here in the future. Not, not, not right now. Right now, but later on. Yeah, no, nah, it's on its way. It, it's definitely on its way definitely on its way because i mean you even see certain um radio stations now that are broadcast they shit on the internet or even have their own um uh, figureheads have their own podcast and everything like that right you you have to now because you have to branch off into places that's not getting those certain stations or airwaves you know what i'm saying so you got to try to make yourself available as possible with Every avenue and lane is possible, and, and podcast definitely does it. It's more podcasts are more promoted and seen than actually a lot of radio stations. Yeah, and I think it's like how we evolve with the time and everything. I can remember listening to the radio for all my current music, and now right. with the internet and all these apps and all kind of stuff like that, I can just you know get text alerts like, "Hey, oh. they got a new track out right now." I'm like, "All right, cool. Let me look it up." Exactly. Exactly. It's different. I used to sit by my radio from, from a certain time to a certain time. I sat by the radio. I had my finger on the record button when it was time to record. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was those days. Now it's, it's it's different. It ain't like that no more. Because as like, soon as you hear something from the radio, I can just be like, oh, let me let me download that real quick. Boop. Right. There it Go is. Get it on, right. Go get it on your own or search for whatever you want to hear. Yeah. I don't know. Technology is great but at the same time i don't know it's making i think it's making people lazy man of course it's and it's and it's it's um a lot of people are not having jobs because of technology yeah i know because like shit on a on a basic level motherfuckers we had all this uproar about uh raising the minimum wage for like people that work at mcdonald's and all these other minimum wage jobs i walk into motherfucking mcdonald's not too long ago they only had a couple people in there making the food and they had like these automatic teller things now Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, I mean, yeah, I mean... It, <laughs> that's, less jobs, that's less jobs from humans. You go call to try to pay a bill or something, who you speaking to? You speaking to an automated person. You're not speaking to a real person no more. Hell nah. And then if you do, it's going to take you 30 minutes to at least get to one because you're going to have to press zero like 80 times. Right. Then you're going right. to be like, operator. I didn't get that. Operator. Right. <laughs> right. Because they so busy trying to take care of 10 people because it's, it's it's less people and it's more machines that's doing the work. And it don't really, you know, don't really work like that. Yeah, man. I, I, I hope I'm long dead and gone by the time we get all these uh, robots that's supposed to look like us. <laughs> yeah, you know, you've seen Terminator. We've seen Terminator. Skynet, man, is coming. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But... It's going to take a while. Like you said, we probably be gone. We ain't got no flying cars yet, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we, should, we got the next best thing. I mean, we got cars that's driving themselves, dude. Yeah, but how good is... Can you trust... Can we trust that? 
I don't know. They had um this beer company just delivered their first load with a um freaking automated truck, dude. What? Yep. I mean, you know, one time, one time is all right. Let's keep it going. See how many times out of out of ten times, how many times that's gonna work. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be trial and error. It's gonna be one day that damn beer truck gonna be flipped over and motherfuckers gonna be in the street scooping up all the cans and shit. Right. The good thing is, at least ain't nobody inside that shit that gets hurt or dies. Just you know, lost product. Yeah, I mean, I hopefully it'll, it'll come to that. But like this first delivery, they had an actual driver in there just to manage it or whatever. But okay, I don't know if it was gonna be completely unmanned one day because I mean, there's always a risk for error, so they're gonna probably have to have a driver just in there chilling with his feet up, watching everything. Yeah, his job is easy. Yeah, but then again, I mean, that's that's gonna be a whole different um prerequisite to um even be. A operator for those things because that's a whole nother st- a set of buttons and knobs and shit you got to learn to monitor yeah so at the same time it'll create jobs but it'll right. still be less jobs because you ain't gonna need five motherfuckers to manage that one truck <laughs> right exactly and you can probably have one guy manage like a fleet of five so i don't know <laughs> only time like i said only time will tell man we, we we'll see as the time goes yeah, because, I mean, I look at Total Recall and everything, the newest one that they, the the remake, motherfuckers had the phone in their hand and shit. They're just like some doo-doo, put their hand up to their face and shit and talking to the people. So, I don't know. Technology. It's scary. It's good, but at the same time, you know, we can use it, but it can also be used against us. Long as we don't get no motherfucking time travel, we be all right. <laughs> That's what that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for a time traveler. That's no, my kind of, no. That's a, no, 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 man. Because I mean, <laughs> time travel cannot be trusted to us. Not 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 a human race. No, because it's gonna be no. one, one motherfucker is gonna go back. And be like, hmm. I'm gonna stop the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy, which is a good thing, which could be a good thing in a sense. But damn, it'll just fuck up everything from then on. I mean, he might have gone to have a good presidency and all this other stuff, but it'll change so many other damn things. I don't know, man. It's just yeah. it's scary to think. I, I wouldn't do that. Now, that's that's tampering with time. I just mean going back in time and experience certain things that I wasn't around for. Oh, okay, now, I see. If I was trying to change history... Nah, I'm not. That's God's work. I, I'm not doing. I'm not with that. <laughs> okay, I see what you're just saying. It'd be like you know um, more like a vacation pack type deals. Let's... Yeah, an experience to go to the '70s and live and see how it was to live there for a little while, or, or jump to the 1900s and just just experience, and then come back to present time. I ain't trying to change nothing or tamper with nothing to where I got to come back in time and and it's the fucking end of the world and everything's <laughs> on fire. Like. <laughs> Nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's the, yeah, It's like almost, I don't know, man. That's fucking crazy. Just to even think about that. Just to think about that, right? Uh, I don't know, because, I mean, there's going to have to be some limitations to it. Because, I mean, yeah. if you make a machine, because a lot of people talk about this. You make a time machine now here in 2016. How can you go back in time past that point to where the machine isn't made? And how would you get back? Right. See, that's that's probably why there'll never be another there'll never be time machine. And I'm fine with that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you on that one. All right. So as far as your music goes, man, 
what I mean, where would you like to be here with just your music, your adventures in the movies and all kind of stuff like that? Where would you envision or where would you like to be in two years? In two years, um, just a couple of steps forward than I am now. You know what I'm saying? Just, just constant progress, constant work. That's where I would like to be, to the point where I'm just busy, busy, progressive, progressive, progressive. That's that's what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just not staying stagnant, just moving forward, right? Moving forward. That's it. No, no going. There's no going back. Sweet. Before we wind down and wrap up and everything, you got any shout outs or anything you want to plug? Yeah, man, definitely shout out to my girl that's in the bathroom, my girl SVSC Marketing, man. I want to shout out the whole 103rd Street ENT, Street Life, Street Gang. Um, shout out my family, my moms, my brothers, my nieces, my, you know, my son, you. Shout out to you. Appreciate it. Shout out to everybody just out there just trying to do the right thing and move forward and, you know. That's it, man. Try to be the best we can be and do the best we can do. All right. If anybody want to look up your music and find you on the internet, how would they do so? You can find me on Instagram at BaneBoogie27. That's B-A-N-E-B-X-X-G-I-E-27. You can find me on Facebook at Bumpy103. You can find me on Twitter, Bumpy103. You can find me on SoundCloud, 103rd Street ENT. You can find us on YouTube, 103rd Street ENT, Bumpy103, um, mtvartist.com, Bumpy103. Everything is Bumpy103 and 103rd Street ENT, man. That's it, all day. All right. And before I let you go ahead and go, um, pick a number between 1 and 78. 1 and 78? Yeah. Uh, 33. All right, 33. Let's see what we got. Can you hear that? Yeah, what's that? It's number 33. <laughs> Random pick. That's not... That's... Wheels turning. That's that beauty right there, right? Yes, sir. Come on, you got something for me, dog. I know you do. Oh, you go up on that? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Just a little bit of something, a little bit. Let that stop till you trap or die. I let them things fly. I'm reaching for the sky. I smoke and getting high. It's always asking why. I don't sell lullabies. No, I like my, I, I like my friends fries. I'm going on the dome. I'm chilling at home. And we psyching, we psyching right off the telephone. Got that hard cash. You know I'm on their ass. I get that fast cash. I make that shit last. Front and get black. Chew up in your ass. Now I got three holes, I got three moles, whoa, I'm just whipping, whipping in the kitchen, whipping on the road, I leave them niggas froze, what's that even nose? Oh, you sniffing coke? Say you sniffing blow? Must be low, you know, 
Oh, on the street you heard how you be me hurt. And now I speak that word. Hey, drop a dial once again. Better tell a friend. You know I'm here till the end. I blow like the wind. So gotta begin. I kick the door down. I got that for sound. I got that for pound. And as I keep flowing, you know I keep going. I keep the show going. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> little song you know off the top yeah yeah man appreciate it you you was only the second person to ever freestyle on this on the show yeah you know we can do that i can do that we can do that you know what i'm saying sometimes you got to keep it keep it official all right but hey man i appreciate you taking the time out and chatting with me it's been enlightening uh you introducing me to your music for the first time um and i'm you got another fan dog Thank you. I appreciate that, man. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I got your number. We're going to keep conversing. We're going to keep this thing going, man. Whatever I can do to support you, I'm going to do. So and, that's what it is. And the same here, man. The door is always open for you to come back to promote your uh, music or whatever it is that you're doing, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Where you at? You out there in Texas, right? Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Oh, we coming. We got, we got some, we got, we got to come out there and come chop it up with you for real. All right, man. Like I said, I, uh, they got a couch over here, so you you can sleep on that. <laughs> I sleep on the floor. It don't matter. I sleep on the roof. <laughs> well, you ain't going to do all that, but you, you're welcome down this way, homeboy. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. All right, man. I'll keep in touch with you. Whenever the episode go up, I'll let you know. Thank you, brother. One love. Much, much respect, man. All right. Take it easy. All right. Peace. And that was it. That was this edition of the, the holiday edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast featuring Bumpy 103. It was uh, great to sit down and chat with that man and um, just uh, pick his brain a little bit, see what he thought about um, his sound, his brand, um, and what he looks forward to going forward in his um, chosen field. Um, it's, it's great to um, hear, you know, these artists, and, you know, I, I get the music, that they um, send to me and everything, and then I get to actually talk to the person behind the madness. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know what I was yeah, madness. I'm random. I'm babbling right now. It is uh, Christmas Eve, as I stated before, so I'm um, I'm not three sheets to the wind. I'm probably like a page and a half into the book. So um, I've been turning up on a little bit of spiked eggnog and everything. They in there watching movies, and uh, the baby in there spelling uh, shit. Like she knows she's not supposed to say cuss words, so she spelled out shit s h i t. And I was like, "Hey, little motherfucker, you ain't supposed to be saying them cuss words either. Like spelling them." <laughs> so that's part from the course. But man, big shout out to uh, Bumping One Hundred Three for um, being on the podcast. Um, let me into his world as far as his uh, creative process. Your man kicked a freestyle for me, dog. It's great. It's, it's, it's cool when you have somebody with that um, skill, that talent, and just, they're not afraid to uh, display it like he did. So, man. And I do apologize for the audio. Yeah, I know you know I don't really play with this thing too much. Like, I ain't not talking about my penis, but my um, mixer over here so you know the the music was probably louder than what his audio was but yeah man I'm gonna go ahead and get back to these in-laws and uh 
turn up some more alcoholic beverages and I'm doing so responsibly. I'm not going out and driving and potentially splattering somebody's mailbox like how my neighbor across the street <laughs> happened to his shit. Somebody ran through a whole brick mailbox. But anyway, once again, I can't say thank you enough to Bumpy103 for being on the podcast. I can't say thank you enough for all of you for listening or coming back and listening. I is much appreciated. Um, I think I said it on the last podcast. I might have mentioned it also on the Instagram account. Um, the GoFundMe, the GoFundMe to um, say the Hernandez home has been stopped. It has been discontinued. Um, they're finding another way to go ahead and save their house, and um, they went ahead and just uh, closed down the GoFundMe. It wasn't um, picking up traction like they wanted to, but um, hopefully, um, the people that we got them in touch with. And that's um, helping them, trying to um, do some things with their home, uh, can help them out. And it's um, very much appreciated, especially around the holiday season. For those of you have, that did give, um, those of you that retweeted and liked the post and told a friend to tell a friend and everything is very much so appreciated. And before we get out of here, you know how you can find me, baby? You can reach me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. You can, uh, that's the account that you look me up. That's my personal account on Twitter. If you want to talk about professional wrestling and all kinds of other shenanigans. Also, the show has a Twitter account, which you can reach it by going to at, wait for it, R, R, R underscore podcast. It's three R's underscore podcast. So you look that up, there's um, updates for the show and everything else. I got a website. You can go to it at randomrobcast.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage. I got merchandise and everything. Anything that you purchase uh, will go to help out the podcast, to help it expand, to help it grow, help me get some more equipment. Speaking of equipment, right next to that merchandise stand, there's a book by Mrs. B. Rob. She wrote a book, but that's not what I'm talking about as far as the equipment. If you go to the Amazon um, links down at the bottom, there's a wish list. If you, um, you'd like to help out with getting some equipment, it's greatly appreciated. Just click on one of them links and see what I got on my wish list. Send it my way. <laughs> and yeah, but that's about it. I mean, it's um, Christmas Eve, a few hours, or by the time this is released on the airways, it'll be Christmas Day. So um, I'd like to wish you all again, once again, on behalf of the Robinson family, myself, Mrs. B-Rob, Baby B-Rob, Princess B-Rob, Little B-Rob, all of us, we'd like to wish you and yours a very happy, safe, and special holiday tidings and greetings. I don't, man, the alcohol is kicking in, but <laughs> happy holidays, Merry Christmas, um, happy weekend if you don't celebrate. Um, enjoy your time off. Enjoy being around your loved ones. Just enjoy life and being around special people and everything but yeah that's it and you know what I'll see you next time bonus content you fucking with a gangster with a rider, baby I can
one supplier. Ooh, you fucking with a gangster. You rolling with a rider. Baby, I can be a pusher. Your number one supplier. Sit back and chill, relax for real. I'ma roll this blunt. I don't pop no pills. I don't sit no lean. My kicks are clean. My wits are mean. You the baddest I've seen in a long while. Gotta ask how you get the ass up in them jeans. I need to know now. She said I'm moving too fast. I need to slow down. Bottles chilling on ice. Let's go another round. Skip the small talk. We can hit the boardwalk. Take a long walk. Kick and game out the ballpark Every season, baby, no reason For you to feel like I'm not the one you should believe in I'm the type to tell your friends that you need And you never ever leave with your heart on your sleeve Emotional river that runs deep Got her in the bed thinking about me while I run the street You fucking with a gangster You rolling with a rider Baby, I can be your pusher, your number one supplier. Ooh, you fucking with a gangster. You rolling with a rider. Baby, I can be your pusher, your number one supplier. I be bugging boo, but a nigga fuck with you. Bouncing like rubber, at the same time stuck like glue. Truthfully, I'm not the nigga that I used to be. Usually I'm quick to dead a bitch, no eulogy. Between you and me, some kind of chemistry, energy. Got me feeling high to the 10th degree. You see the look in the eyes when you mention me. Best friends turn to enemies, is you digging me? Niggas hating on the sideline, grilling me, envying me. Got them sick. Physically, mentally unstable These nights at the round table With disabled Anybody trying to play you Soul savior, baby Let me come save you Niggas hating on the low Cause they can't date you Go figure though Got you locked in like the figure four To hell is where the mother niggas go You fucking with a gangster You rolling with a rider your number one supplier. Ooh, you fucking with a gangster. You rolling with a rider. Baby, I can be your pusher. Your number one supplier. Ooh.